you listened to episode 91 where I had you meal plan January with me, you know that I encourage you to take a look at your calendar for 2023 and specifically the upcoming month of at the time was January so that you could begin allocating menu ideas into what I called different buckets. And these buckets ultimately just give us boundaries to work within when it comes to the cuisine, the theme, or the overall kind of category or energy required for certain menu ideas. But I want this month for you to take that a step further because something that I talked about during my free workshop in January is how these buckets are really the vehicle that drive our menu inspiration into action. So what do I mean by this? Whether you use my DIY dinner bin system, which is something I also talked about on the free workshop, or you know if you've heard me talk about it before, or you just use another approach that seems functional for your family, we are gonna spend today's episode meal planning for February. And I'm gonna show you how I take that simple step of bucketing your menu ideas and adjust it after we, after we you know, kind of take these ideas for what I'll call a test run in January. And then we're gonna talk about how we look through the lens of did that menu item serve our family well in the past month or if and how we maybe need to kind of rearrange the cars so that it fits our lifestyle better. And last, we're going to talk about how we adapt as needed so that we can walk away from the episode today having 20 plus menu ideas on hand for the month ahead with very little effort or stress put into the process. Hey mama, I'm Ashley and welcome to the Veggies and Virtue podcast. In this podcast, you will find simple menu ideas, kitchen organizational systems spelled out for mom life and feeding tips and tricks that are both evidence-based and grace-laced. I believe that you can find flexibility when it comes to feeding your family so that you can feel calm, capable, and connected in the kitchen. As a registered dietitian and Christian mom of three myself, I want you to break free from the mealtime battles and to feel equipped while feeding your kids all day long. Pull up a stool at my kitchen counter and let me pour you a cup of coffee and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the mealtimes, messes, moments, and ministry of motherhood. So to get us started, first of all, if you haven't listened to episode 91, which is where I invite you to meal plan for January with me, go back and listen to that because each of these episodes, as I mentioned there, I'm going to do one the first episode of each month throughout the coming year. And it's not necessarily intended to be a standalone episode that just, you know, tells you everything you need to know about your meal plan. While I mentioned on the January episode, that is something that I'm doing on a week by week basis with a smaller, more inner circle group through my mealtimes made easy method. But really it's intended to help you develop the skills and to set up the systems so that you feel like meal planning is not just another thing that you're having to master each week. So in particularly each month. And so I want you to feel like month after month, you're developing more competency in doing this so that ultimately it begins to feel easier. As I mentioned in the January episode, this is like exercising a muscle. And while we may have to modify our meal plans for you know, muscle strength or soreness or fatigue or injury or whatever in life might be happening, we still need to work out these things and we still need to be disciplined to go through the steps to meal plan so that we can learn from the process and gradually get better at it and ultimately develop more strength in doing this and how we you know, shape our family's feeding environment and overall diet. So with that said, we are going to piggyback off of some of what was already shared in January and then look to how we can leverage that and adapt it for real life 
come February. So again, I'm walking you through here, just kind of a high level monthly overview of how I'm doing this for my own family with our own real life schedule. And you're gonna hear, hear examples that obviously aren't relevant to your family, your children's after school activities, your work life and you know schedule, different dynamics like that. However, I hope that they give you a real life example that you can really relate to and use as kind of an example for how you can go about this moving forward. So as I talked about in January, we want to first look at our calendar and see, you know, what do we even have coming up? What are the weeks? January was obviously a little bit of an off month because in my house, we were coming back from vacation after the holidays, going through both my daughter's birthdays and kind of getting back into what the new routine is for our family. Now, as I look at February and I look at my calendar for the month, I have a better picture of some of the maybe dates or details that I knew from January, but we hadn't really done yet as a lived experience. And so I'm gonna walk you through what some of those examples are on a nightly basis and how that impacts things like our nightly meal plan. So again, you can reference my combination cards, my breakfast, lunch, and snack decks are all available for sale if you want to purchase those for some of the options that you might include in a meal plan for breakfast, lunch, and snacks. However, for the context of these episodes and trying to keep them to that 15, 20 minutes, I'm gonna just be emphasizing and focusing on the dinner menu, knowing that that tends to be the one that causes families and particularly moms the most stress. So as we look at the calendar for February and we compare it with some of those buckets we began to identify in January, we want to look at which direction are we steering the car. Again, as I mentioned in the intro, if you were on my workshop, you heard me talk about DIY dinner bins being a vehicle. They're a vehicle to help us down the path forward. They're not the only vehicle. There's a lot of different vehicles, I think. But something I think that's important for us to take away here, whether you were on the workshop or not, is the concept that this is a bucket that we need to function and fit for our family right now because whether it is just kind of a broad bucket of what type of cuisine you wanna offer on a certain given night, and that's the night you bucket that cuisine towards, or if it's more literally a bucket as in a DIY dinner bin, and you're thinking, what foods do you put in this bin as a bucket? I want you to think about how it's helping you get where you want to go, which is ultimately from feeling frustrated and overwhelmed maybe with the meal planning process, to feeding your family and having meals that just feel easier. It doesn't eliminate the fact that you still have to feed your family and that does require some work and labor on our end, but it begins to make the process not feel like another daunting task that as moms, we're having to carry on our shoulders. So with that, I want you to think about the bucket itself. And something I walk families through within Mealtimes Made Easy Method and the first phase of the method is looking at function versus dysfunction. And the same can be applied here as we look at the buckets of our meal ideas. Because when we're meal planning for February, we wanna think about those buckets that we came up with maybe last month, using those as our starting place. Did they serve our family well? Or which ones are like, yes, that was good and I wanna keep, you know, I wanna keep that bucket moving forward. Or which Buckets do we see have shifted or adapted? And again, I love analogies, so I don't want to lose you here. But if you can track with me and thinking about this bucket, whether again, whether it's a theme menu bucket or a DIY dinner bin bucket, 
we're going to look at this as a vehicle. It's our vehicle to get there and we need it to fit our family and we need it to be functional for our family. And so with that, it doesn't have to be fancy. Most of us have not started out our, our lives as moms driving a Ferrari. We just need this to function the way a minivan does. It just works. It just makes our life easier. I don't drive a minivan. I secretly kind of wish I did because I, even yesterday when my son ran his door into the car next to us, I was like, oh, it would just be so much easier if we had slider doors like minivan. So it's like sometimes why do we do this to ourselves, make things so much more difficult as moms? And that's what I want to help you, even if I don't do it in real life with my car choices, I want to help you do here with your meal choices. So we want to look at how does this vehicle fit and function for our family and did it do well last month? Because sticking with the example of steering it in the direction we want to go, I want you to think about it a little bit like a parking lot of dinner ideas. Because when I look at the seasonal meal plan that Historically, I'd offered on my site. Now it's only offered exclusively to the members of the Mealtime Made Easy method. But when I look at my seasonal meal plan and I have roughly 20, 25 dinner ideas listed out, I almost see each one as a little stall of its own where it's just where I've parked that dinner idea for that night. But the best part about it is year after year, I can look at this list and I can shuffle things around. I can repark these cars in a way that fits and functions for my family. So it doesn't make me start from scratch year after year, but instead I'm looking at this seasonal meal plan. I'm seeing the kind of top 20 meal ideas that I think we might be most interested in for a given season, like right now with winter. And then I can look at, do I need to repark any of these? Do I need to shift them around? How is this going to help us get where we want to go for the month? And so walking into this really specifically, I wanna look at how I'm looking at my starting place being that seasonal meal planner from within Mealtimes Made Easy Method, but you might have a recipe binder. You might have your list from January where you know if you listen to episode 91, you already have some of your dinner idea buckets out and you've obviously made meals the last month, so you can use those as your starting place. Really wherever you're starting, you wanna look at how much of that is something that you want to replicate or rather duplicate in the upcoming month and what needs adjusting. So when I look at where I, hopefully this doesn't drive you all crazy, hopefully again, you guys are tracking with me here, but if I look at where I parked the cars, where I put each vehicle for January and kind of which stall or which day of the week any given dinner idea went with, I've now gone through to look at my calendar and see, does that still make sense? Does that still fit and function for our family? And what I looked at is some of the changes in our schedule and our routine and the way that we have to adjust our rhythms and routines to accommodate that. And so while in January, I thought Sunday's the day I have the most capacity, maybe the meal that I put the most effort into, or if I'm meal prepping in advance, that was kind of the tone I was going into January with. Well, for our family, something I know to be true is that my daughter started volleyball on Sundays. It's great because it's back-to-back practice and game. They always ensure that it'll be late enough in the day that it's not going to conflict with church and things like that. But that also means that it cuts into some of our afternoon hours that I might be prepping for dinner or, you know, grocery shopping or whatever that might be. So now what I'm looking at is taking maybe some of those dinner ideas that I would call Um, kind of 
the salmon, the seafood nights, the different things that I would put in that bucket. And I'm going to repark them into seafood Sunday. And I'm going to do this because I know that whether I go to the grocery store and I'm getting fresh seafood, whether I need to thaw something while I'm just kind of organizing the fridge and getting the snack drawer and things ready for the week, seafood's a really quick and easy one, but it's also one that I might cook a variety of ways. So I can't pin myself into, I need this to be something that, you know, I only have 10 minutes to cook because maybe we do want to grill it. Maybe we do want to bake it. Maybe we're, you know, doing a myriad of things with it. I want to have some flexibility that I'm home, that I, you know, have some bandwidth. Seafood's something that if my husband is going to cook, he's not the primary cook in the kitchen, but he's way better than I am. He's just not normally home in time to help with dinner. But I know that he's great at cooking seafood. So that would be a good one for our family to do on Sundays after we get home from volleyball when we're kind of resetting for the week, but doing so in a more compact period of time. So that's how I'm going to kind of repark that menu item from my seasonal meal plan for the month of February. Moving forward, another switch we had in our schedule is previously my other daughter was doing tumbling on Wednesday nights, which made Wednesdays really crazy for us. And so we actually, because they also have dance that night, and so what we actually did was switch tumbling to Monday nights for her, but that means it pushes our dinner back a little bit because instead of having a 4.30 to 5.30 tumbling class, she has a 5.30 to 6.30 tumbling class. So this is where I'm looking at what maybe do I need to shift or repark or what do I need to introduce as a new idea that fits and functions for our family better? And something that uh, as a family we actually came up with over the last month was we hadn't done any chili or soups really yet because in Texas we have just really warm winters, thankfully. But with that, we don't necessarily think about soup and chili and some of those warm, cozy comfort foods as early on in the winter months as other places that are colder earlier on. And so my daughter and I made a chili last week together and realized, oh, we just need to start having this on the menu more. And so as February tends to be one of our colder months here, Mondays is going to be our soup salad sandwich night. And again, this is a bucket. It doesn't give me specifics yet for exactly what I'm doing there. I'm just reparking the car so I know this month what goes in what lane and, you know, what is sitting in each parking spot. And if you've seen me, you know, insert my DIY dinner bins into my fridge, you can very literally see how the DIY dinner bin is the vehicle and it is parking in its spot in the driveway of kind of where I plan to offer that given item. So for Monday night, we're gonna be including that soup salad sandwich idea so that like what we did this last week was tomato soup and grilled cheese that night because I, you know, that was just the quickest, easiest, best option. For us, I had some tomato soup that I bought at Trader Joe's, grilled cheese. We always have those staples on hand. It was quick and easy, and it was kind of how we were getting into the week after a lot of different moving pieces that were going on at home and with remodels and things like that. So that was what worked for us on Monday. But having that bucket there means some weeks we might be making chili homemade from scratch. Other weeks, I might be leaning on pre-made tomato soup from Trader Joe's and grilled cheese. So that bucket provides me some flexibility, but it still designates what inspiration is translated into action in that given space. Moving forward to Tuesdays, as I mentioned, Taco Tuesdays is something my kids love. It works for us. I know that we do an early taco dinner, which they're normally really excited about, so I can kind of limit their afternoon snack, serve an earlier dinner that night. We go to small group. When we get home from a small group, we do a bedtime snack. That has been working for us this last month, so I'm not going to change anything about that. That vehicle is going to stay in that stall for Tuesday night. 
However, when we look at Wednesday, now things have shifted because instead of having back-to-back tumbling for one daughter and then dance, we now have just dance, but a larger window in the afternoon and evening beforehand. So because I have a little bit more time, I know that I can plan dinner differently. So I'm looking at, you know, when I look at my seasonal meal plan as my starting place for some ideas, I'm looking at this would be a really good night for pasta. So I'm going to park the car for pasta right in that stall so I know that Wednesday night is a good night to do some sort of option of pasta. When I move into Thursday, Thursday is our most free afternoon evening of the week outside of Friday, but that's kind of, you know, into weekend mindset mode. So Thursday is the one where we have no commitments, no pre-standing obligations or appointments or after school activities. And so I know that if I had some recipe I wanted to make, or if I found some random thing when I was at the store that just sounded good, this is the night that I tend to be able to do it. It's also the night where, you know, if I grocery shopped on the weekends and by Thursday, if I'm looking at the fridge and I realize there's any food that I need to use up before it spoils, or, you know, it might be that I found something that because of its packaging, it was less perishable. So while Sunday I need to use up seafood and not let it, you know, sit in the fridge all week, by Thursday I have you know, a little bit more flexibility of those things that weren't like, I must make it today, but some of those ready-made meals where I could try it out, I could kind of take time experimenting with it, or, you know, if we don't eat it, I could put it in the freezer or keep it in the fridge and it wouldn't spoil before the next opportunity to offer it. So Thursday is kind of our free choice option of where maybe I would have said last month Sunday was that where I had a little bit more time or it might be where I just am more intentional to meal prep in advance. So whatever I make, I might make a double batch so that I do have some in advance next time on a night that I don't have as much time. As mentioned in episode 91, Friday night for our family tends to be pizza night. We do different kinds. We do homemade sometimes. We do Papa Murphy's sometimes, sometimes we order out, but we do different offerings of pizza night, but that's just something that works for our family. We all enjoy, I enjoy the night off of cooking. Everyone kind of enjoys just the mellow, easy family night tone. So I don't feel that's broken right now. I don't feel that there's much I need to do to fix it. We're just gonna stick with that car in that spot for February. But when I look at Saturday night, something I look, something I see as I look at the calendar is We have a lot going on on Saturdays in February between kids' birthday parties and scheduled date nights with friends and, you know, an opportunity for my husband and I to go out of town for an overnight. There's just different things on Saturday night. So that's where I'm going to just go ahead and allocate the kids' choice night because if it's with friends, we can just make something super family-friendly because we're enjoying time together as families. Or if it's a time that we're, the kids are going to have a babysitter and my husband and I are going to go out, that gives he and I a chance to go enjoy some of the sushi or Thai food that isn't currently on the menu or isn't currently a menu idea bucket on the menu, but it's something we really enjoy that my kids are less fond of. It also gives me the opportunity to say, hey, on Saturday nights with a babysitter, this might be when they have mac and cheese. This might be when they you know, have free choice and we ask them what sounds good to them or with the sitter or with friends, or it might be where we do breakfast for dinner or something just kind of novel, fun, and spontaneous. But again, I've parked that car here. So it kind of automatically gives permission. Or as I said last month, this bucket gives some bounds that we get to work within, but it reduces the amount of mental fatigue. As soon as I see, I have these seven stalls filled. 
with the vehicle that's going to help get us where we want to go in the upcoming month. And so then as I look specifically for the menu ideas that fit and function for our family and ultimately fill each of these vehicles, then I can begin to look at the specifics of, okay, so with this, I know that I need four to five seafood sundaes. Okay, what are those menu ideas? I need four to five soup salad sandwich, chili, some sort of derivative of that on Monday nights. What are those options? Doing that for each day of the week helps me to very quickly see, okay, well, I can pick what are our most favorite options that fit for the season, or what are some options that I've seen at the store lately that have sounded good? What is something that I have in the freezer that I want to go ahead and use up? However this might be, and it might be one eat or one week for each of these things. One week, it's something that sounds good I saw at the store. One week, it's clearing out the freezer of anything that needs to be used up for you know each of these given buckets. But this can really eliminate some of the overwhelm when it comes to meal planning and give you a full month snapshot of 20, 25 of the meals that you intend to make. And then as life happens, which it will, and as things need to change, just think about it as reparking the car in a different stall for a different night, but it can still help you turn that inspiration into action on a night that works for your family. So if this episode was helpful for you, please consider following the show. All you have to do is tap the three little dots on Apple Podcasts and click follow show, and then it'll notify you each Monday and Wednesday when a new show goes live. And also each month as a new meal planning the month with me also is aired. Additionally, if this helped you, think of a friend that it might help as well and just copy the URL that comes with each podcast episode and text it over to a friend, share it with them, and maybe together you guys can brainstorm some ideas that sound good. You can exchange ideas of what things you have on the menu this month, and you can encourage one another as you work through this process. Additionally, if you haven't left me a review and you are encouraged by this show in any way it truly means the world to me which with each and every review I see so just scroll down tap five stars and tell me what you think of the show so I can continue to serve you better through each and every episode